Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome once again to Matt and Brett Love Comics, the show where we take comics and talk comics with comics. Little pro tip, if you ever add a dramatic pause to anything that you're saying, it makes it sound like it has so much more weight to it. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Little, and Brett is unfortunately not with me today, but fortunately for him, he has been in Portland all weekend, hanging out with Josh Wiggler and Jim Gibbons, having a good time in Portland, eating, drinking, uh, heading to Stumptown. You're going to be hearing from all three of them in a few minutes. I'm doing wraparounds for this episode. Josh, Jim, and Brett all work together at Wizard. This is continuing our open-ended series, I guess, with previous employees of Wizard. So yeah, so the guys are out in Stumptown this weekend. They had a great conversation. You guys will enjoy that. I did not get to go, but I did jump on Comixology. Uh, hat tip to Mr. Kevin Hines for letting me know that uh, Greg Rucka's Stumptown, uh, the entire series, was on sale on Comixology this weekend, so I picked up the omnibus. Uh, really excited to check that out. I've heard great things about that. While I was on there, also very excited, I picked up the next two volumes in the Parker series, which uh, you may want to go back and re-listen to our back issue with Timmy Wood when we read the first Parker book, which was just tremendous. Uh, I can't say enough good things about Darwin Cook, and I love a good hard-boiled uh, detective or uh, revenge story. I love hard-boiled anything. Journalism, drama, eggs. Uh, if you boil it hardly, call me maybe. Oh, God, see, this is why Brett should be here with me. I just start talking, and I don't let it stop. It's like a, a faucet of weirdness. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Brett now on the other side of the country. Uh, stick around through the end of the interview. I will pop back in and announce next week's book club pick, which is a big one. We are really excited about. We've got a really great guest to announce. So uh, hang out with Jim and Josh and Brett for a while. Stroll down memory lane up to Congress, New York to talk about their heyday at Wizard and the new projects that they have going on because they're all great writers and editors and they've got some really Really fun stuff going on, so check it out, and I will be back here in a little Only bit. There's a city where young people go to retire. I am in Portland, Oregon, for a stump town, and I am with two human beings who are here to regale you with tales. Are we sure we're human beings? That's don't. a very confident thing that you just said. Yeah. I'm sure about me. I don't know about <laughs> you guys. Don't blow your cover okay. if you're aliens. Mm -hmm. This is not the place to blow your cover. We know North Korea listens to this podcast. Found that Do you out have at, the at listeners episode. in North Korea? I don't know. But it was a bit in the last podcast that we could solve the Kim Jong-un crisis. This is no. about as accurate as our claim to be human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Jim Gibbons. Hello, I'm Jim Gibbons. Yes, and Josh Wiggler. And hello, I'm Josh Wiggler. Um, both of these guys worked with me at Wizard Magazine. Wizard True Entertainment. Story. Uh, but what are you guys up to now? Let's go in and get that out of the way. Let's get that shit out of the way. <laughs> okay, yeah, start? I'll, I'll start off. Uh, right now, I'm working as an associate editor at Dark Horse Comics on such books as Dark Horse Presents, The Black Beetle, uh, Captain Midnight, Brain Boy, um, and uh, there's more, but I'll just, I'll just stop there. Yeah. yeah. Because I have, like, nothing to say, so that makes me feel better. <laughs> I... I, I <laughs> You're on to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I uh, most recently was editor of uh, MTV Splash Page. I've written for a few comic sites in the past, CBR uh, and Comics Alliance. 
uh, currently going back into the freelance world with some things to be announced. TBA. TBA. Coming at you soon. Coming at you soon. Coming at you live. Um, we're actually here visiting Jim, who is a Portland resident, because that's where Dark Horse is. HQ'd. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the slow yeah. reveal of information yeah. we're doing. Like, this is like lost. Let's, it's let's, gonna be- <laughs> let's, set, let's set the scene, and then let's talk about comics. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Um, We're also eating baguettes, yeah, which you can't see, but this is not a lie like the North Korean comments. This is true. Yeah, yeah. We are eating baguettes. Baguettes right are being eaten. Yeah. Beer uh, is being drank. It's 11 in the morning. Yeah. Portland's a cool Portland's <laughs> We're a responsible big, human beings. <laughs> Jeez, I am drinking a water. Yeah. Um, Portland's a big comic book town. This is something we discovered because we've been at two comic book events at night that involve drinking with comic book people. Which is a thing that I've not done consecutively in a long time. Yeah, drinking in comics is something we do very well and pair nicely in Portland on a regular basis. Yeah. Seems like it. And you've been here for a couple of years now, working with Dark Horse. Yeah, I think I think three years. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's interesting, you know, because I, I, I lived out in New York, New Jersey. Well, I lived in New Jersey. I like to say New York and leave the Jersey part. It sounds cooler. Um, but no, but coming out here, it was, you know, it's kind of a slow, slow learning process to be like, oh, yeah, there's like signings and events... Um, yeah. Every other week at, at different comic shops, and we've got like at least, geez, I, I hesitate to give a number now because then I feel like someone will total it up and be like, he doesn't think one of these shops is good. But no, like we have at least <laughs> like four or five amazing comic shops in town, which is kind of crazy when you think about the size of Portland versus other cities. But all oh, yeah. of these shops, um, you know, at least when I'm there, are, are packed and, and people uh, support them all, which is awesome. Even and, on the just like a regular day? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know the our shop across the street in in Milwaukee, which is not even in Portland proper, so potentially getting less um, less traffic on like your average average Wednesday always has at least like about seven people when I go over to check out comics, you know, yeah. which is which I presume is kind of a that's influx throughout the day, and and if that's what it's like at like three in the afternoon before people are even off work. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Can't be that bad. Yeah. yeah. And Josh is in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in Queens, mm-hmm. so we uh, made a cross country trek. Yeah, and we're over our jet lag just in just time in time to, to get, get back into it. Yeah, <laughs> time to for get our five forty in the morning arrival time <laughs> Monday morning. Uh, Gonna be a good day. Yeah. Um, but should we dive into wizard shit? Hey, I, mean, your well, I, I don't want to dive into any shit. Yeah, okay, especially the shit of a wizard. Wizard yeah. cotton candy. I just showered. Uh, I'd rather not do that again. Do you, just, on that topic, do you guys get to the point where, like, I'm constantly referring to um, old wizard stuff? I'll be like, oh, these old wizard people, mm-hmm. these people, these wizard people, yeah, this, yeah. This, this this wizard stuff. Mm-hmm. And and when you talk to other people from wizard, everyone's like, knows exactly what you're talking yeah. about. We don't think twice about it. But people are constantly, when I'm seeing this, I was like, oh, shit, you know wizards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about these wizards you know. And And no one has ever gotten tired of that joke. And I have never gotten out of the habit of just going like, oh, they're wizard people. A lot of my um, friends yeah. who are not comic savvy and didn't grow up with Wizard Magazine, when I, when I was working there and I would tell them, yeah, I work at Wizard, I would get a lot of like Harry Potter jokes. Oh, I would yeah. get like, a yeah. lot of people, where's your wand? Like, they didn't <laughs> give me one. I never uh, realized how weird and kind of like, uh, I'm not inappropriate, it's like weird the name is for a comic uh, magazine until I worked there. I had to tell people like, oh yeah, I work at Wizard. And that word all of a sudden I could really hear in my head. I was like... God, there's nothing about wizards in that magazine. Right. No, like, no. 
Well, I don't know why. Spider-Man, he's in, in a wizard costume. In like, I think it's the cover of the first yeah. seven issues were commissioned pieces yeah. of art with superhero characters in like wizard hats and right. robes with why? wands. Yeah. And frankly, that makes about as much sense as anything there <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. That said, if, if someone out there has collected all of the original art from those pieces and just has a wall of wizard drawings, <laughs> that would be amazing. It's it's big and it's probably, someone probably does. And it's probably... Well, it's probably like Youngblood. Is it like Youngblood right. with Wizard Row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's, I'm sure it's an interesting collection. Yeah. Now, you both, did you both read Wizard Magazine before falling deep into the yeah. universe? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I there are people who read it. You know, I hear from people now who are like, oh, I had a subscription since like 2001. Or like, I've been reading since the 90s oh, wow. and stuff okay. like that. I, I started reading it primarily in college, which was when I... Oh found friends who helped me get back into comics full time. Like right. I was kind of a secret comics fan. Like it's, it's shameful. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think no, like, yeah. like a lot of people, like you go, you go to the period where like you're a teenager and then you read a bunch of comics and then you kind of like get into like after school activities or sports or you discover girls or, or who knows. Yeah. And you start like, you got like, Oh, like this is kind of my childhood thing. And then, um, and then at a certain point, this like it was really, it was when the first Spider Man movie came out. I pulled out all my old comics, yeah. read all of them, and then I was like, "Oh, they probably still make these. I should start reading comics what? again." Right. And then I started reading comics every week, but didn't know anyone else who did at yeah. all until I got to college. And and then we started me and some buddies uh, started going to a shop together. And then one of them started buying Wizard, and then I started reading Wizard. Cool. I uh, I didn't have a subscription, but I I guess I got into it earlier than you did. When I when I would go to my comic shop, I would always get wizard like i'd go maybe once a month yeah and i would get wizard uh and i was i was really obsessed with the toy coverage i loved toy fair when toy fair started um yeah. homemade heroes was like a I, super inspirational column for me you, how many times did you try to make a lot there's a long history of me butchering action yeah. figures uh i got really good at um mixing and matching gi joes because those were very easy you just unscrew the back and like redo the rubber bands inside and you can swap body parts pretty easily but that was like low-grade uncreative stuff yeah uh i think i had like i, so I think basic- i got like a bunch of vipers and screwed the heads off of like flint and duke and like some other person and like had like my like my stormtrooper incognito style, like Ooh, viper figures. That's cool. I was very proud of those. Um, but the one that I really remember was uh, there was I. I mean, I, I don't know the details well enough to say like what year or anything it was. But there was there was one amazing archangel uh, homemade hero. Yeah, that was like the coolest thing I had ever laid eyes on. It's like I'm gonna make that, and I took my archangel figure and destroyed uh, it. And it was the ugliest thing that has ever come out of my mind and hands. And I tried bad. to make my own X Force figures because, of course, I did. Right, yeah. like 1995. <laughs> yeah, I repainted a rogue to look like Siren, which yeah. that was the only one I finished because I then bought like an old Invisible One figure. <laughs> And just started trying to shave down her head to be like Meltdown era yeah. Boom Boom, where she had like the really close pixie cut. Yeah. So I was just like, had like a uh, fingernail clippers, like the nail file part of a fingernail, and like just shaving. Nothing ever happened. <laughs> it was really bad. It's funny though. I mean, I I think more than Wizard, I was really into Toy Fair. Uh, yeah. And I, I've never, I never got to write for Toy Fair, which was always a bummer. But I kind of, I'm, I'm sort of glad that I can kind of just look at it as purely as a fan. Uh, yeah, well, but that's. That's the weird thing about we've had we've talked to John Gutierrez and Justin Ackland who yeah. are both Toy Fair guys, so they got to have the whole like man, everyone loves us, right? Yeah, exactly. You guys, <laughs> were, you guys were Wizard uh, WizardUniverse.com. Yes, yes. And you also did you write for the magazine too, Josh? Uh, well, Jim and I co-edited the letters column for a little while. Okay. Thwack, yeah, thwack. 
the much the much hated Thwack. Right. The magic words went away. Right. And then and then and then we were dictated the name Thwack. Right. And then everyone was just upset magic words was gone. Yeah. No one was specifically though, mean to us. No. <laughs> I got no hate mail or anything. It was no. just a name change. People were pissed about a name change. Well, Chris, Chris, Chris Ward, Ward was writing it for, for years and years and years. And yeah. then when they when they wanted to shorten the letter column from, like, at the time, what was a much-loved, like, four pages of the magazine. Yeah, I loved reading those. To basically like a, double a page. Spread. Sometimes a double-page spread. Sometimes just a page. Yeah, you yeah. know, they, they shortened the name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they handed it to us. And, um, and, and honestly, and our answers just became shorter. Like, I remember specifically one thing, which is now even more funny working at Dark Horse was I remember at some point we got a fan question and we we're putting these together. It's like the first thwack column. And so we'd never done a letter column ever before. Right. And one of the questions was like, oh, like we would love, I would love to see a Buffy Hellboy crossover. Like, when is that going to happen? And so like, <laughs> so like we got an email, you know, I'm like, I was like, oh, that's a cool question. Like, let's see if we yeah. get an answer. I email Mike Mignola. And uh, he just responds in a single word, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I wrote him back, I go, can we run that? He goes, yes. <laughs> and so that was it. And that was when I was like, oh, yeah, like there was more going on in magic words that people were interested in. Right. And then I was kind of like, well, we better just get to the job done and not, not mess it up too badly. Yeah. I, think, I think we managed. <laughs> it was all right. Uh, how did you guys get to Wizard? I mean, aside from like driving there every yeah, morning. Yeah, I, I, a car with like a U-Haul got me out there. Yeah. <laughs> But like, what was the? Uh, did either of you intern there? I no, I interned. I did not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I um, it's like a senior in college in journalism school, and I think that probably like made my resume as a as a as a cheaply paid intern look pretty good. They paid interns. Yeah, something like twenty five dollars a day or something. Like it wasn't even enough to cover my rent for the month. Like when it all boiled down. Um, but yeah, you know, something something like that, and I did that for the summer of two thousand seven. Went back and did my last semester of college, and right around that time um, was when they decided to like really downsize the web staff of all like like guys like Sean Collins and Rick Marshall and Brian Wormuth who had all been doing it for years and were like really talented and <laughs> and then they're like oh kid we can pay very little out of college do you want to come in and do this with like almost no knowledge of how to do it and I was like well yeah I guess um, and, and uh, I like that they were like that. I, I, I thought that during you guys' tenure as the website, they disrespected the website. But to find out that they actually had an even bigger staff beforehand that they just gutted. Yeah. Well, and that was... The funny like, thing was, crazy. like, that site was actually even more how I got into Wizard. Like, I was reading the magazine yeah. here and there, but that was, like, the only comics website at the time I was going to check out. And it was that kind of, like, streamlined block of stories, and it was just, like, headlines. And I would yeah. just kind of click on everyone down from there. And that's when I was I was sitting in some... Uh, copy editing class in college, like reading the wizard website and sort of really paying attention, um, which I guess says a lot about me as an editor now. Um, <laughs> but I was doing that and all of a sudden it dawned on me like, oh, someone does this for a living. Right. That yeah. must be like, that's a journalist, you yeah. know? And I was like, oh, I could do that instead of reporting on school board meetings for the rest of my life. And that's when I wrote the email to see if they had internships and. Oh, wow. There you go. Little did I know that I would end up replacing those guys who were like the, re <laughs> the reason I wanted to work at Wizard in the first place. At what cost, Jim? Right. At what cost? <laughs> um, I actually I knew uh, someone who worked at Wizard uh, through a summer camp I worked at, and uh, he he was like a senior staff member at the camp. He was a, a higher up at Wizard, uh, and I was very surprised to hear when I found out that he worked at Wizard. And I had just graduated college. I was at summer camp as you know like a summer job. 
Just that, still attending. Right. <laughs> I had my white shirt, my green shorts on, was playing dodgeball, it was very nice. Fudging the birth certificates over <laughs> right, exactly. 12. Paul yeah. was holding a lollipop with right, yeah. me on, just yeah. like, hey the guys. My twirly hat on. Uh, but no, I, I went up to him and I said, hey, uh, I hear you work at Wizard. I do not have a job after this summer. If there is anything, please let me know whenever, and I will come and do it. They gave you anything, and they gave me anything. I, I, I got a, I got a warehouse job. I was, uh, you know, I was packing boxes. I was shipping stuff out. Uh, I eventually yeah. moved over to customer service, and Do then people who read well, I never realized this about Wizard Magazine is that there was a fully functional, huge warehouse there. Yeah, that you worked in. Yeah, and like people who just read that magazine, I don't know if you realize the scope. Of that warehouse. Yeah, it was like, it was like end of, of Raiders. Like, it was a huge, I mean, there was even literally the, the skit that was filmed that yeah. was like ripping on the end of Raiders. Well, there. It was a huge warehouse. The crazy yeah. things were the stuff you would find there because they had an operating store that had all sorts of new collectibles and memorabilia, yeah. but you'd just go back like looking to find something else, you know, something random like, oh, I need to go find this box of stuff for a contest we yeah. ran. And you'd go back there and you'd like be like, oh, I think this is the box to open it up. And just be a box full of like Exo Man of War Wizard half issues yep. like yeah. published with Valiant. And, be like, what? and you'd go through a whole box, just a whole box of stuff like that, yeah. you know, which I guess is some is probably available somewhere if you're really interested in when I together a wizard half issue. Correct? After I was like laid off, I think I did make a little bit of money, like living off of just selling all the weird wizard exclusives that I just found laying right. around, like a bunch of Peter Petrelli variant action figures. <laughs> Invisible Peter Petrelli. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sold those for like fifty, seventy-five bucks each. Like I don't know. I still have my uh, zombie Spider-Man, Marvel Zombie Spider-Man bust that I have not opened, and I am waiting because I know it's going to be worth a ton. Okay, yeah. ten years. Well, also uh, the um, uh, what was customer service? What was customer Job service like in that? Uh, it was great. Uh, I had a great time with it. No, it was uh, horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was it was interesting. You know, it was mostly it was uh, it was it was dealing with lots of uh, angry customers and, and people who would call and, and place orders on the phone, and it was fun and something I was completely untrained for. Uh, and I was the one doing it, and you it was weren't fun. long for that. I mean, no, it was. When did you guys? Team up, and there was a third person on the way. Carolyn, yeah, yeah, Carolyn um, Folks, yeah. Um, I was at, I was in the warehouse exclusively uh, for about three months. My first three months. Uh, at the end of those first three months, there was a, a chance that I was going to be shifting over to editorial. Then there were some personnel changes that happened in the warehouse, and they needed to reshift me back to customer service. They, they, that was like the upgrade. Uh, I would have been much happier staying in the warehouse. The warehouse was a lot of fun. Those guys were awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I went there, I did customer service for three months, uh, was, was thinking long and hard every night about what the hell I was doing with my life. Uh, and then I got, I got a call on my way home from work one day. Uh, you know, I was halfway home and I got a call from, uh, from, from Peter Katz and, and Stephen Seamus who said, Hey, we're switching you over to editorial. It happens next, like in the next two weeks, you're going to meet Jim Gibbons and that's going to go. And it was like one of like, one of the, I mean, those guys get ragged on and stuff and, you know, justifiably so, but like, that was like a really bright spot in my life. And that was, that was one of the coolest moments I've ever had was realizing, well, holy shit, I'm going to write for, for this magazine that I've yeah. been reading since I was a kid. That's crazy. Yeah. The, uh, I think the, I think the crazy thing was though, like when I look back at some of that, cause I was, I was like just out of college and, and, uh, like 23 year old, 23 years old, probably at the time yeah. running the website, not like unsupervised, obviously, but yeah. like running a website that like, for a major publication. 
And then they bring down, Peter Katz brings on you and introduces you. And yeah. it's just kind of like, oh, like, okay, so, so I guess this kid is working for me. And all of a sudden, like, the, the realization that, like, oh, I'm a kid. Right. And I think I'm, like, four months older than you or something. Right. Like but that. I like, thought barely... you were, like, 45 years old. Yeah. I thought that I you were old. an old dude. <laughs> and I look real yeah. young. Me and Josh are both five foot six. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, a baby face that's, like, yeah. 10 years younger than I really I was am. Thinking I still get carded left and right. I was thinking about that, that this morning. Cause I feel like in my head, I'm still waiting for me to all of a sudden turn into an adult, like someone who looks like an adult, even though it I hasn't have happened. Hair. It hasn't and happened. And I look at Jim, and Jim has always looked like a man, like an adult man. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was, time. I was I was deeply intimidated the first time I met Jim Gibbons. <laughs> well, I was I was very, very nervous because I did not feel secure about my my uh, ability to perform the job. I thought that you no. were a guy who'd been doing this for years, you were gonna have very high expectations and all that stuff, and I I was nervous. I was very nervous <laughs> the did, first time I met you. The way I I remember like some of the the early period of us working together, which 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 the more I think about it as well, like I was saying, it's crazy to think that they're like, oh, just like two twenty three year old kids like right. run our website, right. like you you use the internet, right? You know what's going on. But I remember at a certain point, like I grew up in like um, North Shore Chicago, which is like has a very high Jewish population. So like it was one of those things. Like I am often unaware that like. There is like a stigma and like like racism and anti-Semitism yeah, yeah. because like right. that was just like your world, you know, was like that. And I remember at some point like you saying something about being Jewish, and I was like, oh, like I'm a friend of the Jews, like, like <laughs> jokingly thinking like this is this is how I talk to like my like you know grade school best friends and stuff like that. And then just being like, that's probably not okay. <laughs> this guy doesn't know me, and just being like, well, I might have really fucked that up. I don't remember that at all, so I'm sure I thought that was great. <laughs> because well, I currently think we're that's still great. friends, yeah. so it, 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 it's, all, it's all worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys' little office downstairs, when I, because I started, well, I started April 08. Yeah. How long did, because if my head, everyone had always been there. I had started October 07. Okay. So, I think. And I was, I was, uh, it was right after college, so it must have been January 08 that I started. Okay, so you guys hadn't been there that much longer than me. But no. from my perspective, it was like, everyone here is like an elder. Well, I, I, I'd interned before, so like yeah. I knew everyone a little bit more than just I can, the time I can life. relate with that, though, Brett, because I was not an intern. I was, and, and I had the stigma of being like a guy who came from the warehouse, a guy who was like brought in from like by, you know, some, yeah. somebody who wasn't necessarily popular within, you know, my age group at the company. Uh, so I, I felt very strange, uh, especially when I shifted over to editorial. You know, when I was in the warehouse, I, I had my group of friends there, and those guys were awesome. Uh, and I would I would see editorial people, and I'd be like, I don't know how to talk to you guys. Oh, yeah. And, like, I remember the first time I saw Zach Oat, like, being, like, a Toy Fair fan, that was, like, my first, like, celebrity sighting. Oh, yeah. I was dumbfounded by, like, that's Zach Oat. Holy yeah, shit, the mutton chops are right yeah. there. <laughs> when you saw the sideburns from across the lunch. And I, I, like, even to this day, like, I feel like now I'm in a position where I could, like, you know, have like a professional relationship with a guy like Zacho and I'm still a little starstruck when I see him oh, yeah. so I don't have any relationship with Zacho because of that. <laughs> uh but I I don't know. I I uh I felt very uh nervous and uncomfortable and socially unfit uh when I moved over to editorial. And I think that that broke at I think same for you yeah, at, yeah. at Wizard World Philly yeah. that year. I was was a was a was a breakout year, uh, breakout show. Should we should we just tell that story? <laughs> yeah, you go for it. You no, have a better memory of it. There was well, yeah, I'm to to like give this some setup is like the panels on pages is a great website that spawned out of the Wizard Universe message boards. And recently, those guys asked a bunch of old Wizard guys, they're like, oh, like tell us tell us some stories of the old days. Like it's panels and pages. I think it's third anniversary, yeah. and they were like, oh, just look back and and do that like a where they are now feature. 
where <clears throat> they are now yeah. feature. And the, and it was like, oh, like tell us like some of these stories. And you know, like and most everyone, like Ben Morris and Brian Cunningham and Mel Kylo and uh Chris Ward, I think were the the interview the other interviewees. Everyone's like, well, there's really just like a lot I can't tell. Yeah. But like here's one I can tell. Right. And the one I immediately wanted to tell was like Wizard World Philly that first year. Josh and I had been working together for like maybe a couple months. Like it was probably like a month and a half at that point. Yeah, really did not know each other very well. I presume Josh thought I was anti-Semitic. <laughs> Josh thought I was forty-five years old. Um, and There's a lot of misconceptions <laughs> going on. <laughs> and so we go out the first night and get um, sushi. And then uh, Philadelphia, you can't buy beer oh, no, after yeah. a certain hour. You can only buy, like, liquor, and then only till 9. My boss, like, sent people out. Like, Joe, sent people, like, go to the next county yeah. to bring us back beer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went to a liquor store that was just about to close, and I bought, like, a thing of, like, pre-mixed margarita or something, you know? Because, <laughs> like, we had... Because it was also, like, they had nothing... They had no mixers at this, like, liquor store. So I was like, I'll get this premixed margarita, to which I drink too much. And in the hotel room that night, in front of Josh, who was in, my employee at the time, <laughs> I am vomiting into, into the, and this is, again, it's like, we're two 23-year-old kids who, who are, like, in charge of yeah. this website, who are going to spend all weekend locked in a press room, punching right. away, um, and I'm puking in front of Josh. <laughs> and then the, the night after that, Gets to this point where we're we're up so late talking, and Josh has drank so much that the next day at the convention, he mostly sits in the corner yeah. with his head in his hands. Yeah. And it was just one of this like this leveling experience of like we got along really well, and we bonded, and we both really fucked up on the alcohol yeah. front. Yeah. And then that friendship was solidified for life. Yeah, we saw <laughs> each other in some raw, ugly moments, uh, and that's that's usually where friendships are born, lifelong friendships. So that was that. I remember even that that night. I I think I was like. You're 45, man. You're not 23. Are you serious? No way. I was blown away by that. I found out that I'm like a month older. I'm like three months older than you. I was born in September. I was July 84. Uh And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, what are these? Like, what am I doing? Yeah, what happened? Well, it's more like physically. <laughs> what happened? Like, what genes was I given yeah. that I am perpetually going to be a five foot six? Ooh, ooh, one for me too. We're drinking more beers. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, no, it was, it was, uh, it was a, that was a fun weekend. It wasn't just, you know, uh, I think very much, especially it was my friendship with Jim that kind of kicked off there. But like, even you and I, like, we, we hung out and, well, uh, that's where I felt like I, you know, I got to know like Dave Padgy and, yeah, and, and people like that. Wizard was the first job. That was I, a great, that was a great weekend. That's one of my favorite weekends of all time. That was one of the first jobs. It was the first job I ever had. And I think one of the things I was nervous about was like, oh, I'm now working for a place that is about a thing that I love and can talk about. And know my shit. And I think with comic book fans, there's always like, I always have like a wary eye of like, how well do you know your shit? Like, right. what are you, like, are you a real, like that whole stupid, like, are you a real fan? Mm-hmm. So I always felt this weird need, like, oh, like, this is my nine to five and I should, I need to prove myself. Right. Uh, so it was, I think that's also why Wizards the only job I've ever had that I still talk to people from that job is because it was built around this common, uh, insane life choice that we've all made to be comic book fans. Yeah, I feel like pursue at, this I, at a certain level, not, maybe not like the top level or like the accounting people or whatever. But I feel like there was there was you know in the editorial department definitely, and I can vouch for you know all of the fulfillment crew, the warehouse crew. Like these are people who wanted to be there because mm-hmm. oh, we yeah. love this shit. Like this is crazy. This and is the, the stuff that we never imagined we'd be able to get paid. To there do. are all the people upstairs that I had to work with that were just there for I don't know why. Right. Because it's like this is just a good job in Congress. Right. You know? like, <laughs> 
Sunny Congress, New York. Oh, you, like, there, Congress is a funny place. Congress is a hilarious miss, I still miss place. Sally Boy's subs. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that place. I don't well, remember the name of that, that bar we would go and get a... Oh, should I say that we got beer lunches at? Oh, well, we got beer lunches sometimes. Yeah, whether they had those steak sandwiches. Yeah, yeah that, that, place that place was great. Oh, good restaurants in Congress. Well, and I took over... I mean, Wizard World... Like, there was Wizard Universe, which you guys did, which was like Wizard Editorial. And there was Wizard World, which was the conventions website. That was just run by people... Like, uh, fuck, what were their names? Candace? Candace. Uh, like, people who, like, didn't read comics, and I guess just, like, threw up, like... Here's Did Maria have problem. anything to do with the site? No. Yeah. Maria. <laughs> Maria. Anyway. Ugh. But as soon as, like, they, of course, like, the way Wizard goes, and during my year, there was they would just, like, lay everyone off right. to the post, like, yeah, you have the website now. Right. So then, like, it was like, I was running Wizard World, you guys were running Wizard Universe. And they're, they're, I got to learn a lot about Yahoo Business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Back, yeah. Yahoo Fucking Store. Yahoo. Yahoo Store. Man, that was the one thing that was like... How a, did that work? How... It did. Because it took, it took like two hours to publish anything on the website. How, what was that process again? Do you remember? You can only publish like yeah. four posts a day and they can only have a max of ten photos in it. And... No, well, yeah, there was, it was, it was, it was, it was a store, a store website instead yeah. of like a WordPress blog right. or any sort of like really functional um, CMS system that would allow you to, and th- I, I, this is me talking from like, I don't know programming or anything at right. all, but I know that was not, yeah. the, it was like, I always used to describe it as trying to race in the Indy 500 with a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it was yeah, like, it's right. not that you didn't have a functional piece of like machinery. Like, yeah. You yeah. you had a website, but it was not for the purpose right. that you, it's the wrong medium. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, you would, you would like fill in all your stories and you'd put in the stories and you'd put in whatever pictures went with it. And then you'd kind of leave them all there to like, um, certain periods of the day where it was like 10 o'clock, you'd refresh the website and oh, you'd be yeah. locked out for like 30 minutes well, while it updated all the stories. Yeah. Then you'd get back in and you'd like start typing up your next story and putting it in and all that. And then what at one o'clock or something, you'd refresh again and like four stories would go live. Right? I remember I like we had to coordinate because like I could not update Wizard World the same time Wizard Universe was updated. Yeah, they yeah, were they're connected. They're yeah. connected. Yeah. So like we had to be like, it was like a weird. Oh, God. <laughs> but that was, and it was one of those things too. I remember. <laughs> You know, and, and again, like, I'm, I'm like a 23-year-old kid, like, talking to these people who have, like, who, you know, presumably know much more than I do at that point. Like, definitely know much more than I do, whether yeah. they know. And I was like, I, I'm the one who's dealing with the website every day. There has to be a better way. Yeah. And I would start talking to people like, oh, like, if you do, like, a WordPress blog yeah, or all you this. You a big just... WordPress champion. Could not convince anyone. <laughs> yeah, and I was just kind of like, oh, if we did this, we could, we could actually do it. And they're like, well, wait, what if you just started a blog and just did it like that to, like, show them that would work. And I, I can't remember if we ended up doing that or not, but it was one of those things where it's like, we were stuck with that thing. And, and, and I think in the end, like there were the web traffic for a while, as I recall, like we were comparable to like Newsarama and CBR. Like oh, they're definitely God. beating us, yeah. Yeah, but we were like in the game kind of, right. you know? And then it just got to that point where then the staff got, you know, the, the, everything, the, the, yeah. the survivor, it like was the, going to get layoff this week started. It was the kind of thing where like, just, it, I feel like this happens often. It's like, just as you're finding your groove, just as you're finding your footing, just as you're feeling confident, it's like, mm, we're going to go in a different direction. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. when I got yanked out of editorial, and that was the end of, of me wanting to be there. No, oh, yeah, yeah. How long, when did you quit? I quit, um, it was, it was right before, like, the layoffs started getting really serious. I mean, layoffs were already happening. It was um, before but- Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the only shows that I attended as a staffer were uh, Philly and Chicago of yeah. 08. And then uh, I think it was September rolled around, 
and I had had uh, a string of some pretty shitty like personal tragedies that happened, uh, and uh, I couldn't come to work for a couple days, and I kind of got ridiculed about it by people who shouldn't have been ridiculing me, and I got very upset <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah. And I, I, on top of that, had been shifted away from editorial because my, my position was eliminated, but they liked me. They wanted me to stay. Uh, they moved me back to customer service. They're going to demote you, but right. we like you. Uh, and yeah. I, I think I was, I, I think I was allowed some deal where I was able to do, um, editorial part time. Uh, I was still working on the website a little bit just because yeah. I think they knew that if I was completely there was, down, there was a period where you were like four hours in editorial, four, four hours, hours customer doing customer service, service like split right. by lunch break or something right. like that. It was, it was very good. Right. Uh, but I mean, that happened and, I basically said to them, put me back in editorial or I'm leaving, or I'm giving you my two weeks notice, and I, they didn't yeah, do it, so I gave them my two weeks notice. One of the, it was um, the best choice I ever made. One of the, in retrospect, most like heartwarming things was after you left, yeah. like, Jim went kind of into a spiral. <laughs> <laughs> this is heartwarming? <laughs> what it was heartwarming is like, they were such good friends that when you take away yeah. the reason he has to live, he, yeah. you paint, you covered <laughs> literally the entire web like corner like office in comic book pages like yes. i heard about this <laughs> oh man i, I kind of forgot about it. i have pictures of it all it was everywhere madness like it was were great. you alone in that corner yeah yeah it didn't bring anyone down uh-huh. no i was and oh, yeah God. like in hindsight you know the the more distance i i got from wizard <laughs> the more i realized I, I was losing my mind yeah in the process but yeah there was there was a period where I just used to take all old previews catalogs, I yeah. think it was mostly, and just slowly started like cutting images out of them and collaged the entire like- walls of this like maybe like 13 by 13 office yeah. space, you know? <laughs> Which, in hindsight, is like serial killer. Yeah. yeah. It's like Joker. It's what Joker does with Vicky Vale from right, yeah. the Tim Burton movie. Oh, man. Um, but then... Uh, but it was. It was like a release. Like, I needed... Like, it was like all of a sudden, like... Everyone was like, well, the web is like where the future is, but right. yeah. kind of. But, but there's also, no investment in it. But yeah, you're no, one person doing then doing the website, and it was like they wanted to upload like half the content from the magazine for every issue, plus do original stuff. Plus, I was like working with like uh, a lot of the, yeah. the, the now panels on pages guys right. who were doing columns um, about different comic books, and there's all this where it's like, oh my goodness. And that was hard enough to do with three people, like when Carolyn was yeah. with us, and then they let Carolyn go, <clears throat> and then. And then I left, and so to like ask that of one person's crazy. Well, and then and then the the crazy thing later was, you know, past that point. um, At a certain point, I was when I guess they let all this all the staff writers go. Yeah. On on the magazine, right? That's the day where seven people were laid off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that that was the thing too, because at that point you look back like uh, six months from then, and the magazine had easily been like three times that staff or at least yeah. double that staff. Yeah. And then like all of these staff writers, um, yeah, I remember. in like a single fell swoop. And then I was like, there's like, Oh, you'll be the associate editor of the magazine and doing the website. Yeah. And you'll like do like two stories a day on the website yeah. and edit stuff in the mag. And it was just like, how this can't work. Yeah. Like, this is just not like, that's what I like. And I, in the conventions department, it was like a staff of 12 and it got down to just me and Adam Tracy. And I just kept yeah. absorbing more duties. Like I was booking travel. I was like handling artist alley. I was running the website. It was amazing to watch like the, the company contact list, uh, like from one point to just how fast and how like thoroughly it shrank. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like 75 people down to like, 30. Oh, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. yeah uh, that was, was horrifying. <laughs> I, I remember I have this distinct memory of uh, I'd probably been 
out here and working for Dark Horse for like a month, uh-huh. maybe two months, you know, getting into that um, span where it was no longer like, I'm the new guy and this is like a little bit nerve wracking to go to work every day to being like, okay, I, l- I like my job. I like what I'm yeah. doing. But I remember too, like, instead of going and like, and at that point they like, before I left Wizard, like I, I made it past the cut to where they moved the office into the city yeah. where they're like, yeah. oh, now regardless, if you guys want to keep this job, you now have what was like a 20 minute driving commute to like an hour train commute. We're because not going to all money for it. We're yeah. Gonna reimburse. Cause almost all of us lived in like, um, upstate New York, closer to Congress or yeah. in Jersey, not too far away. Meanwhile, that would have been great news for me. Yeah, well, I, I was, commuted from Brooklyn to Congress every <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was in Queens and I was in my head. I was like, oh, this is great. I yeah. feel bad for everyone else <laughs> yeah but no but I, I remember at a certain point like it just had gotten miserable to the point where like yeah. i would like sleep through my alarm in the morning like i yeah. think as like a self-preservation device and i'd get calls at like 11 they're like where are you and i'd be like i guess i did it again and it like sh- clearly was like my brain trying to tell me like you got to get out of here yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. this is killing you man yeah. um but i remember being out here driving on like the, the Markham Bridge to my job here in, in Portland, seeing like Mount Hood yeah. in, in the background, yeah. like beautiful sunny morning in Portland, like drinking like gourmet coffee as I'm driving and just being like, oh my God, I'm happy to go to work. Right. Oh, yeah. right? This has not been the case for so long. But I think it's for you too, especially because I think you have a very happy story. You know, I, I think that, you know, a lot of people have, you know, it, it was a hard time af- after Wizard for for many of us. But I, th- I think that you know, you you switched over to Dark Horse pretty quickly. It was you were you were out of work for what a month, two months, and and you know, it's and I think you're overlooking the fact that a lot of that is thanks to you. You credit me too much. I think <laughs> you were. I was. I sent you a link. <laughs> I was the one who had basically grown like a huge beard and was not showering yeah. for like two day spans. And you said, "Oh, hey, Dark Horse is hiring our publicity guy. You'd be great for that." And I was like, "Oh, no, a job." <laughs> I was at that point like doing minimal freelance for CBR being like, yeah. how does anyone do freelance? How does anyone keep themselves on a schedule right. yeah. sitting at home in like a dirty undershirt yep. with a huge beard drinking beer at 11 like we're doing now. So <laughs> right. how much have I really grown? Um, but yeah, and then you sent me that and then it was basically like, oh, this is a dream job. Like, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. And then thankfully, because getting let go from wizard was was at that point a public thing yeah any oh people were following my my tweets were picked up by cbr i think like the tweets that i sent i'm like when i was like driving home like that's crazy yeah and and the thing was and and it was it was news the The, the fall of wizard was big news yeah it was the great thing about it was like i think when i got let go i sent out an email like basically like thanks for the time and of course, like in like kind of an emotional, not really thinking moment, just wanting to say something and get it out there Yeah. to, to all my contacts. Like I've been at Wizard for a while. Thank you so much. It's been great working with you. I, of course, did not blind copy everyone. I CC'd everyone, ah. which was a bad move. And thankfully, nothing bad came yeah. of it. But the next day, Jonah Weiland called me up because like, I guess Kyle had put in a good word. So <laughs> yeah. I had like freelance lined up with CBR pretty much immediately. And then when I told... A few people I was going for the Dark Horse job, uh, and Mel Kylo and Brian Cunningham specifically are the people I remember. They, they like called up Jeremy, who would then become my oh. boss, and was like, Hey, you should hire this guy. And then and, we went to Baltimore, and I think that was big. That's too, when right? I, and that's like, I met Jeremy there, and he already heard good things, and that's, and that's very much that like. That weekend was great too. That was, that was our, our little mini CBR hit squad. It was, it was you, me, Steve <laughs> Sanu, uh, and Caleb. Caleb, where I learned, I learned that Jonah once accidentally called Caleb Kleb, Kleb. and I have since called Caleb Kleb <laughs> for like the, the last three years. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that is a thing. Uh, but well, yeah, well, it's all worked out really. Yeah, it's been it's been good. 
Well, I guess we should start wrapping things up. True. Um, I would love to do a longer, more in-depth, get into more, because there's so much. We can always do a follow-up. Yeah. We, we got Skype. Um, Skip to part three. We'll just pretend part two happened. We'll get to part three <laughs> in the future. Uh, is there anything you guys want to plug or like or uh, promote or say say to the listeners? You can follow me on Twitter at Round Howard. <laughs> I blog about Survivor and cats. <laughs> I'm sure these these are interests of yours. <laughs> if you like Survivor, then you are one of three people, and I am the other, really? and we don't know who the second is. Oh wow! Yeah. It's not me. I don't, no, it's yeah. not. no, I've never never watched Survivor. Yeah. 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 No, I will. I'm glad you have something yeah. you love, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> no, stay tuned. Things coming. Things are coming. Uh, let's see. I I I'm on Twitter at Enemy of Peanuts because um, I'm allergic to peanuts. I love Charles Schultz. Um, and I'm on Tumblr at pizza-party.tumblr.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, which is mostly extraneous stuff, occasional stuff about what I work on, a lot of pictures of pizza and and just fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think if you just, uh, check out a lot of what Dark Horse has coming up, uh, I, I will specifically plug Captain Midnight, which is a big superhero launch I'm working on, which comes out in July. So look out for that one. Yeah. And now we're going to go to Stump Down, Stump Town, Stump Down. We're going to Stump Down and Stump Town. Stump Down. Uh, day two. So if you are listening to this and you're at Stump Town, go back in time. And come hang out with us. <laughs> uh, Be our friend. I was like, oh, great, you're getting this up really quick. Yeah. Right, right now. No, uh, thank it's you on guys the internet. so much for being on the show. Thank you for letting us stay at your house. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> thank you. Jenny. Time was great. All right, that was Brett in Portland with Jim Gibbons and Josh Wiggler. Please check them out at their social media destinations and uh, check out any work that they do. Uh, as you can tell, they're good guys and they work hard and they're involved with great stuff. So please check that out. Speaking of checking things out, uh, we have another episode coming up next week, as we always do. Next week is going to be another book club episode. Brett and I will be reading Saga, issues one through six, with DC Pearson. Comedian DC Pearson will be on the show. And I'll tell you what, I have been so excited to read Saga on this show. We've tried a few times with different guests and things just didn't work out. And now is the time and here is the moment. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Saga 1 through 6 with DC Pearson next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. DC's always a great interview and super affable guy, always up for anything. When we said, hey, do you want to read Saga with us? He said, hell yes. And what better answer could you ask for to that question? So check us out next week. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. You can uh, you can purchase next week's reading via the Comixology links on our site, or if you like a hard copy version, you can head to mattandbrettlovecomics.com and pick it up through the Amazon links on the episode show notes. While you're at Matt and Brett Love Comics, uh, please check out some of our back issues and check out some of our talk episodes. If you liked what you heard here, check out the issue that we did with Mr. John Gutierrez about his time at Wizard and Toy Fair, and also the chat episode that we had with Mr. Justin Acklin when we talked about his history at the magazine as well. Always fascinating for me to listen to when I'm in the room, uh, so I know you guys will love that. 
as well. You know, we love hearing from you guys, so please tell us what you think about this or any past episode on our website or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash theylovecomics. You can find links to all of our social media presence under the Who Loves Comics tab on the website. And if you like what you heard today, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Most importantly, guys, you are our best spokesman. So if you're in the shop and you're talking to a friend and they have not heard of the show and you think they'd like it, let them know. As always, thank you to our producer, Mr. Ben Rahib. You are the adamantium in our skeletons. Until next time, this is Matt. And I'm Brett. And we love comics. I just let <laughs> fill in the mat later. Should we say we're Matt? We're Matt. Today. No, no, one, two, three. We're, we're Matt. Matt. And I'm sorry, Matt. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Bye. Bye.